Pookies. Welcome back to the podcast. This is So Basically. I am your host, Lauren Wooten, as always, and I am actually here for the very first time with my brother, Jaden Wooten. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. It's an honor. <laughs> Good to hear. Good to hear. So today, um, we're doing a little bit different uh, format. I have become quite obsessed with Reddit lately. Um, one of my new favorite podcasts to listen to is Two Hot Takes, where they read nothing but Reddit stories. So since today, well, when the episode is released, uh, it will be released on Halloween. So I thought, why don't we find some true Reddit stories that are just about people's paranormal experiences and get Jaden's reaction. So um, just letting you know, I am still fairly new to using Reddit. It took me forever to find some of these stories. Um, so all of these stories are coming from the subreddit r slash true scary stories. Hmm. Um, and of course, I will give credit to the writers. I'll say their username. And I'll also link all of these Reddit stories in the description of the episode. So, are you ready, Jaden? Born ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, do you want to start off light, or do you want to just jump right in? Let's go balls deep, first one. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> balls deep is crazy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's Halloween, baby. Let's go. Let's go hard. All right. As you can see, this is why I've waited so long. Also, please, nobody, and come in my comments or in my DMs saying that me and Jaden laugh alike, sound alike. I hear it enough in my day to day life. All right. Even though we all know it's true. Okay. Let's just let's just get started. Yeah. Okay, so this first one actually scared me pretty bad while I was in here by myself reading these stories. <laughs> You're reading and got <laughs> Yes. Just quit reading. <laughs> okay. Let's, you know what? I'm sorry. Just All right, guys. That's okay. the episode. <laughs> oh, okay. I want to hear it, though. All right. So, like I said, this one's coming from the subreddit r slash true scary stories. The username, username Penis Douglas. Oh my god! <laughs> Very reputable. This this was posted right. 112 days ago. Title is My boyfriend saw me, but it wasn't me. Mm. Hey all, so I'm writing this in a bit of a panic because some weird stuff just happened, and it reminded me of a strange experience my boyfriend had a while back. We live in a ground level apartment in Nashville with good security key cards to access the building a while back maybe like six months ago my boyfriend called me around 2 p.m on a weekday with a strange question he asked me if i was standing outside our front door i responded with the truth which was that i was still at work he started fully freaking out saying that he was playing Rimworld and heard a loud knock at the door he checked the peephole and saw who he thought was me allegedly wearing the same clothes i'd left in that morning but I never used our front door. I have a key, so I just let myself in. And not, not to mention, I was 20 minutes away in an office. He said that when he heard the knock and started approaching the door, he got a sort of sickly feeling, like something was wrong. 
And when he looked through the peephole and saw, quote, me, he almost threw up from the feeling. This figure standing at the door was wearing a lanyard like I wear for work, dressed in the same clothes, all that. But her head was down, and she was standing in a way that he described as really off. He was too scared to look through the peephole again and just hunkered down in the living room while we stayed on the phone. Also, disclaimer here, my boyfriend is a bit of an over-exaggerator at times, so I acknowledge that. But I am also a firm believer in spooky things in life, having my own paranormal experiences throughout the years with ghosts and cryptids. So fast forward to today. We're gaming at like midnight and I hear a loud knock at the door. He didn't hear it, but I waited to see if there was another and decided it was probably just him knocking on his chair or knocking his chair into the desk or something. Ten minutes later, there's another knock and we both hear it this time. We look at each other and then go to the door to look out. There's no one there, but there is a spot to the left of our door that isn't visible through the peephole. So I tell him not to open the door to check in case someone is there waiting for that very thing to happen. I go to close the blinds and keep listening for anything strange, but nothing else comes. This whole thing brought up a previous story of my apparent doppelganger, and I wanted to post it here in case anyone had any similar experiences with mimic-type things in urban areas. I myself had a run-in with a Wendigo when I lived up north, but I find it hard to believe those or skinwalkers would be here in a metro area. Anyone have any input, similar stories, or general info on what this could have been standing on the other side of our door? Hmm. So, do you believe in doppelgangers and all that? Okay, so I was going to ask some context before I gave my opinion. I am by no means a skeptic. I very much believe in supernatural, paranormal things like that. Um, but this story to me kind of comes off as maybe, maybe just someone kind of being in their own head. You know, like sometimes, I mean, have you ever thought you saw someone you knew and it wasn't them? Uh, I mean, yeah, I've seen people that look similar to someone that I may know, but as far as looking exactly like someone, especially in like the exact same clothing. Yeah, no, that's super weird. I don't know what to think about this story because, um, I mean, it's definitely not outside of the realm of possibility. I just don't know what to think. I think, you know, when you miss someone or you're just thinking about them heavy maybe you can kind of maybe things like that can happen but i mean there's a lot of missing context to this story that i don't know kind of is it's scary though um i kind of wish they would have opened the door to see what happened so we we can know but i don't know that's that's crazy that is i don't know because from my perspective it's just like if i were home alone and i heard loud knocks on the door First of all, whenever I hear that kind of stuff, it makes me not want to go to the door, you know? Mm-hmm. But say you weren't home and I hear that and I walk up to the door. Usually if I look through the peephole and, you know, there have been tons of times where I've accidentally locked the top lock on you. Yeah. But <clears throat> if I were to look through a peephole and you weren't like looking at the door or had your head up, like looking around. If you were just standing there still with your head down. That would be very, that would, that would be very off. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's it's just like, first of all, when you're living in an apartment, something that's so much different uh, because 
we just had moved out from obviously like our parents house last year but in every house basically there's like a window by the door or the door is partially glass so you can see through it that way when you go to answer the door you can see what is outside when you're in an apartment you have the people that's been there for however many years the complex <laughs> has been standing right and a lot of times it's scratched up it's not a clear sight and the point of view really is not that great so there's really no good way to check to see who's outside without opening your door which is already kind of scary um but no yeah if i was home alone and you knocked on the door and you were standing like that outside <laughs> i would like probably try to call you to see if you would answer the phone yeah or at least at least if it would ring like that you know if it rings and it's like you know okay well that's actually her maybe she's just playing a prank on me or something but no that's super weird but that that's another thing in the story he was on the phone with his girlfriend when he was looking at this thing yeah and like if it was actually her then wouldn't she have the phone up to her ear no yeah so i mean at that point obviously he knew it wasn't her but if as far as it looking exactly like her i mean her head was down so i mean how much does he really know it looked just like her you know what i mean like, yeah the hair and the clothes were similar the lanyard was similar but was it was it the same lanyard for the company that she works for um so she said let me go back I mean, she said this or um, this figure standing at the door was wearing a lanyard like I wear to work. So it seems like it was a lanyard that they like a similar lanyard yeah, doesn't say exactly the same, but they do say that whatever it was, was dressed in the same clothes. The same clothes like that she was currently wearing that the, day? Yeah, the same clothes that they left in that morning. That's I mean feel like crazier things have definitely happened so it's i'm not saying it's it could have actually been like a stalker like not even anything paranormal it could have actually been like a stalker that i mean they would have he would have had to been watching them to see what they were wearing that day right to try to come home and you know but i mean right off the bat if you live somewhere and you have the key to get in why are you knocking on the door right so it's, it's just like i don't know that's like super off-putting and kind of unsettling but yeah I don't know. Do I think it's something paranormal? Not necessarily. Not really. I don't know. It's it's it just doesn't really add up to me. Yeah. It seems more like a kind of like psychosis thing. Right. Than it does, you know. It's like, oh, it's a ghost. It looks, <laughs> it looks just like my girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. When I was reading that in here, I was because those the thought of like skinwalkers and things like that does oh, scare me no yeah okay so i know we've spent a lot of time on this one so far but yeah that's another piece of context is that this person believes in skinwalkers who are like shapeshifters right mm -hmm. and like wendigos i i don't as a former bigfoot believer <laughs> i had to let it go eventually because i realized that no matter how much quote-unquote evidence there is if he if there was bigfoot out there like they would have concretely caught something by now i just it, i don't know where the evidence for like wendigos and skinwalkers is like yeah there's like some scary stories maybe there's like a few kind of like creepy videos but like i just to, to believe in that stuff is i don't know i'm trying to be fair like i mean i'm not obviously because i used to believe in bigfoot and stuff and 
you know. All I'm, right, loser. <laughs> <laughs> if Bigfoot and Wendigo got in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Bigfoot. I don't know. What is a Wendigo? Is that um, like the same thing as a skinwalker? I believe so. They're practically the same thing. There's oh, like okay. some minor. I couldn't. I'm not fluent encrypted so i couldn't tell you but interesting let's see what else you got all right so this next one coming from the same subreddit posted 81 days ago from exquisite dash embers titled no fucking around with ouija boards Mm. i 33 female grew up in a haunted house it was an old queen anne farmhouse in wisconsin that was built in 1865 During World War II, it was a halfway house for soldiers returning home from the war. There were odd things that would happen pretty routinely. Radios would turn up or down on their own. Pictures would fall off shelves. My bedroom door wouldn't stay closed no matter what I did. Parentheses outside of eventually putting a latch on my door. Often, you could hear people talking in the next room over, but then no one would be there. There's a spot on one of the landings on the stairs that go up to the second floor. That was always ice cold. Didn't matter if it was dead in the dead of summer or if the heat was turned on. Sometimes the entire house would boom and shake out of nowhere, like someone hit the house with their car. And sometimes there was a banging noise in the ceiling, which would start at one end of the house and then rapidly to rapidly be some kind of critter. It would travel along the ceiling to the other side of the house. Took about two to three seconds. There were there was a freak cherry tree. Freak. There was a freak cherry tree (laughs) (laughs) in the backyard that grew as tall as the house. Quote three stories. Oh wow. There was also a young woman with blonde hair and a white dress who appeared pretty commonly to guests in the front hallway. That's just a few examples. One day, when I was in middle school, a friend from school, Josie, and I decided to play around with her Ouija board. Mind you, the timing for this was not good. Josie's mom had passed away, and her dad was abusing her at home. So she had been staying with us for a few days while we figured out what to do. So, things were tense and emotional, and Josie was in a vulnerable position. On top of that, we didn't know what we were doing. That night, we must have made contact with something angry or made something angry. I don't really remember how the seance started or what really led up to things getting out of hand. All I remember is looking at Josie and she had a switchblade pressed to her own throat with the edge against her skin. I opened my mouth to say something, yell maybe, but that moment the bedroom door opened, parentheses, shoving the chair that was holding it closed out of the way and then slammed shut. Just as the lamp on my nightstand went flying across the room, shattering against the opposite wall, when I asked her what she was doing, all she said was, I couldn't move. We never spoke about it again, and that's the only time I can remember ever being actually afraid of what was in that house. Hmm. How do you feel about Ouija boards? Personally, would never play with one. Would not even entertain the idea. I agree. I yeah. 100% agree. It's probably due to the way we were raised. But yeah, no, I just, it's just, it's like, why, you know? Yeah. I, I just don't, it's so crazy they used to sell them in like kids' toy stores. Like They, they still do. Yeah, no, it's it's and wild. Did you know that 
I just think it's crazy that you can sign up for the military at 18, but to play with a Ouija board, it's only eight and up. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Hello? I mean, have y'all ever seen The Exorcist? I mean, come on, guys. Yeah, it's just... And, I mean, the only reason they're still so widely available is the, the amount of people who play with them and don't experience anything weird must be so off the charts that it, the people who make them are kind of like, well, they're not actually, you yeah. know, they're not actually dangerous. But I've seen, I've heard too many things. I yeah. just, I, w- I would never want to do something like that. Yeah. I would watch someone do it, but I would <laughs> never want to, like, actually do it myself. Yeah. I mean, I can kind of understand maybe why uh Josie in this story would want to try it because like it said in the story her mother had recently passed away she was in a really vulnerable place um so it may have just seemed like maybe she wanted to communicate with her mom or just loved ones from the past and I feel like that's one reason why a lot of people start Mm -hmm. gaining an interest in Ouija boards but at the same time, I feel like most people that do attempt to use them don't know how to use them properly. Yeah. And it leads to them contacting the wrong shit. Pretty much like what? Oh, my God, guys. My cat is going at it on my rug. Duchess? <laughs> Duchess. No. Those blank eyes. <laughs> there's, there's, it's like the lights are on, but no one's home. <laughs> Swear. What do you mean? No, but I think when you use a Ouija board, a lot of people, especially because we're so secular now, like you're tapping into a world, in my opinion, that you just don't really understand, like at all. Like most people are not versed in the supernatural or like any sort of like religion or anything like that. I, I mean, I wouldn't even consider myself to be well versed, and so I just when you're messing around with something that you don't understand like it could turn out fine it could just be nothing but it could also turn out very bad like it's turned out bad for a lot of people so but as far as this particular story is concerned it sounds like typical poltergeist activity like the things moving um you know just like kind of like chaos happening all at once it's like very um telltale sign of poltergeist and things like that so yeah I don't know. I mean, it's uh, kind of sucks. You have to live in a house that's 150 years old. Right. Almost 200 years old. That's crazy. Yeah. But no, I mean, I think a house with that much history behind it, definitely, you know, not out of the realm of possibility that there's like some residual energy or something like that there. Yeah. All right. This next story is about an Alexa, but I actually have one in my room. Um. So I don't want to say her name too much or else she'll turn on and pick up what I'm reading about her. So I'm going to, we're going to pause real quick so I can unplug it and then we'll, we'll get started. Okay, we're back. My Alexa is unplugged. (laughs) So this next one, same subreddit. This one's actually pretty fresh. It's was posted 20 days ago from mystical cheese balls and the title is creepy alexa experience so this happened about six or seven years ago when i got an alexa for christmas that year my parents are old school and my dad was strictly against having an alexa even taken out of the box it took months of begging and pleading before i could set it up with conditions of course 
It had to be in my room only. Nowhere else in the house, just my room. When I was not speaking to it or using it, it was either on mute or unplugged. Do not talk personal matters around it. Duchess, please get away from my laptop. Thank you. (laughs) Anyways, do not talk personal matters around it. So like family matters, passwords, addresses were not to be said around the Alexa, even if it was muted. So with those rules and probably a few more, I got to set up my Alexa. I had discovered a wh- I had discovered a while after having it that you could play some guessing games on it. Being an only child at home and bored 99% of the time, I used this feature a lot, like honestly almost too much. One night while I was playing some guessing games and playing a game on my iPad, I had gotten a question wrong. I don't remember the question or what I answered. I only remember what Alexa said. It was something along the lines of, Duchess, please, (laughs) recording a podcast. (laughs) Sorry, guys, my cat is crazy. It was something along the lines of, wrong, now listen close. Obviously, this catches my attention, and I stop what I'm doing and look at my Alexa. Right on cue, she continues in this horrifying whisper, raspy voice, don't look behind you. Needless to say, I unplugged my Alexa and I refused to use it for months slash years after that. That is creepy. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, no, I don't. I've always been against like the home products like the Alexa and the Google Docs or whatever they're called. Because, I mean, like, it's enough that our phones are already listening to everything we say. Like, the, right. the Alexas. I don't want them hearing what I'm doing in my house, you know? I don't want them right. But honestly, uh, this sounds in no way paranormal. It sounds like... I feel like I've heard stuff like this happen before with, like, the Alexas and stuff. So, I don't... You know, I don't really... I don't think a ghost, like, possessed the Alexa or anything like that. But I don't, I don't think so either, but it's still creepy. Yeah, I've heard of Alexa's, like, kind of coming out of nowhere with, like, off-the-wall comments or, like, talking in, like, weird voices. My Alexa has whispered before. Yeah, dude, it's, I think I've heard the one at the house, at mom and dad's house, um, whisper before. And it, like, it just scared the hell out of me. I was like, why is it whispering? It's, it's different when, like, you tell it to do that. Yeah. But. When it comes out of nowhere and you're just like, what? It did. I, I forgot. And it's happened more than once. I forgot exactly what it said or, like, what I was doing in the moment. Like, maybe it caught something because my Alexa is right under my TV. I always have it like next to my TV. So maybe something on the TV sounded similar to Alexa. Maybe it thought like it was talking Mm -hmm. to it. But I specifically remember one time I didn't have my TV on. Like I was just sitting in silence. I think I had my headphones in. I was doing homework or something. And whenever the Alexa talks, it obviously the little ring, it lights up. And it just started whispering. I forgot what it was saying, but it started whispering. And I was like, um, what's that? (laughs) Very weird. Yeah, so that that night I I unplugged it for a few days because I got scared of it. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I would also be scared of it. I mean, dude, I remember the air fresheners that, like, go off when you walk by them? Yes. Oh, my God. Those scared me bad enough. 
Yeah, like that's a that's a crazy story though. Um, I really wish she could have remembered like whether or like what the question was or like uh, what she had answered or something like that. That's like super weird. That's like I don't know. I don't think it's anything paranormal or a ghost story. But if she was playing that many guessing games with it, it's very possible that she just got like a very minuscule, like algorithmic response. Like oh, like once in every a hundred times it'll like come out of left field and like say this to try and like switch it up you know yeah it doesn't sound like anything nefarious but i've never trusted alexa yeah um there aren't that many comments um there is one comment that they respond to the comment says did you look behind you and op which for those that don't use reddit means original poster um they said, I didn't. I was on my bed, which was in the corner of my room at the time. So the only thing behind or beside me was a wall. Unless it was like a scene from Stranger Things with hands coming out of the walls. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's super weird. But yeah, I don't think this could be anything, anything ghostly. Definitely spooky, though. Yeah. I, I don't know. I personally... I would be running out of my room. I don't think I would. Yeah, no, it's not a comforting whisper either. It's always like a very creepy whisper. Yeah. Look behind you. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I can't. No, 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 no. Okay. So this one's a little long, but um, this one was posted 29 days ago. By turbulent underscore data underscore eight. And the title is after my dad passed away. I'm a first time poster and don't know if I'll post again. I just wanted to tell this story. It might not be scary or anything to others, but that night it happened. It felt terrifying. This happened when I was younger and I still recall it like it was yesterday. We have no idea what it is, what it was or who it was. My dad passed away when I was six and it was all really hard on us. We lived in the middle of nowhere on an acreage with one neighbor. We had a small house with brothers, with my brothers in the attic in mine and my mom's room on the main floor. About three months after my dad's death, I was lying in bed, which faced towards the door so I could always see when people walked past. And that particular night, I was tossing and turning and I couldn't sleep. I sat up and there was a small light in the hallway that lit up the crack of my door, which I never minded as a kid. There, it looked like someone was looking right at me through the crack of my door and moved away when it realized I had seen it. I freaked out and jumped out of bed as fast as I could and flew to my mom's bed crying that someone was looking at me in my room. She just held me tight thinking it was another hard night due to the recent events. A few moments later, we heard the glass sliding door slide open. My mom froze and went, shh. The living room couch was right up against my mom's bedroom wall. We heard someone run through the living room and then jump onto the couch. The couch springs made a creak. And knock on the wall twice, then jump off the couch and back outside. My mom told me to stay put, leaped out of bed, and searched the house and found absolutely nothing. And the glass sliding door was still locked. She went and asked my brothers if he heard anything, and he said no. Hmm. We moved out six months to a year after that. To this day, we have no idea what it was, 
but we swore we heard it and sometimes still talk about it to this day. Dude, that's, that's mad creepy. That's fucking scary. That, that kind of seems like a memory from the past playing out in real time. But even then, it's like, how did two people both hear the same thing? You know, it's, it's right. So weird. And the fact that when the mom went to go search the house, like they obviously heard the, the sliding glass door open. Yeah. But when she went to search the house, it was closed and locked. Yeah, no, that's, that's super weird, dude. I don't even know what I would do if, if I was in a situation like that. I think I'd shit my pants. That's what I think I would do. <laughs> like, literally? <laughs> I, I would literally be in mom's bed shitting. Sorry, mom. Like, absolutely not. Absolutely. I, just, I don't know. That's, that's so weird. I, I mean, I've never experienced anything. So it's hard for me to say whether, you know, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I don't believe them, but that, that's, that's so creepy. Like, uh, cause not only did they hear the sliding door, they also heard the spring squeak. So it's like they, they had ran through the loop and they were still fucking there. It was really creepy. Yeah. Well, there, there is a comment. Um, one of the commenters said at my parents' house, I'd sometimes get locked out of our or locked out by our sliding glass door when I slammed it closed behind me. Essentially, the latch would jiggle loose and lock as if someone had done it from the inside. I'm thinking maybe a burglar had entered, suspected you were home, and then tried to scare you from coming out and banging on the wall. I don't know about the circumstances of your father's passing, but there is also a condition called shared psychotic disorder, also known as, oh, foliadu? Um, what is that? Fo- Foliado? Foliado, I think. Foliado. Yeah. That can manifest in the throes of grief. If that was this case, you could have had a shared auditory hallucination brought by the power of suggestion. Which I've actually never heard of that, so. I, I have heard of that before. Um, it was actually, they were talking about it on another kind of paranormal podcast that I listened to, but, um. That's what I was trying to think of. I couldn't think of the name, but like the shared kind of like hallucinations kind of thing, which it is a real thing, but it's just interesting. Like I'm thinking hallucination over burglar because then why didn't the little brother hear it? You know, obviously yeah. I don't know how big the house was. So, but also like burglars, I, I don't know the condition. I, there's like so many details that, but burglars generally do not try to rob homes if they think someone's home. Exactly. Like, so like why three people, you know, it's, it's just so rare. Right. And another thing is like, okay, if the burglar suspected you were home instead of leaving immediately, why would he like jump yeah. on the couch, bang on the wall? Maybe and then try, maybe to try to like scare them into their room and like, so they don't come out and see him. But like, if I was a burglar, that's definitely not the first thing I would <laughs> no, like, Literally, I'd be like, like oh, shit. <laughs> I hear someone in the other room, so I go and bang on the wall. Like, no, I'm just kind of, I'm trying to run without making any noise. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. That just, the whole, the burglar theory. <laughs> bad theory. <laughs> I don't know Ooh. if you can comment on that, but no, I don't. That is super creepy, though. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It could have been either of them. Foliado. 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 I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how, how exactly to pronounce it. Yeah, I don't either. That is, uh, that is creepy. I, I don't, I'm no paranormal expert. I'm just like saying what everyone's thinking. 
Yeah. Oh, you're like, what's your reaction? I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> no, literally, like. <laughs> I have no further analysis. <laughs> oh, that's, that's crazy. Damn, that's crazy. That's, that's scary. Yeah, <laughs> what's been your favorite one we've gone over so far? Um, shoot, probably. The most interesting one to me has been the duplicate one. Yeah, that, that one is, is definitely. But I would say the most interesting so far is the Ouija board one, just because, like, this little girl just, like, had a whole switchblade to her throat yeah, and, I like, like couldn't, couldn't move it. And then when she asked, finally, like, what are you doing? She was like, I couldn't. couldn't yeah, that's, to that me, is, that's scary. Yeah. Cause it's like you losing all control of yeah. your body yeah. and uh, I don't know. That's weird. All right. This next one, it's called shadow on my bed posted 33 days ago from Mr. Underscore freeze underscore underscore. <laughs> nice. um, so yeah, let's get started. This one happened to me when I was quite young. It's the only experience I had in my home I mentioned in my other story. It was a late summer night. I was sleeping in my bed when I was awoken by someone sitting on my bed. I rolled over to see who it was. My family is not the type to just come into each other's rooms, so I was worried something bad had happened. When I opened my, my eyes, I was blinded by my lights coming on. I rubbed my eyes, and once I could finally see, there it was, a solid black human shape. From everything I've tried to find out about what it was, the only thing I could come up with was a shadow person, but I'm not entirely sure if it was one of them. It had a human shape and was solid black, but it was also hairy, like how I imagined Bigfoot would look if he got, if he got covered in that world's darkest paint. I slowly backed up against my wall and pulled my covers over my face. I didn't, it didn't pay any attention to me. It began to mess with my TV. It was a 32-inch, one of those old TVs with a fat back. It was new. I bought it myself just a few weeks before. Once my TV turned on, the screen started to go funny, like how it would act if you held a magnet up to the fat back TVs. It was getting angry with the TV not working. It turned it off and swung open my door with such force it made a dent in my wall. I was too scared to turn off my lights or shut my door. Somehow, I managed to fall asleep. I woke up in the morning, assuming it was all a dream. My door was open, and my lights were on. But maybe I just fell asleep with the lights on, and my cat pushed my door open. I was still a little freaked out, because my dream had never been that real. I checked my TV, and the screen was messed up, with a green tint to it. And the dent in the wall was actually there. Does anyone know what this could have been or why it was so obsessed with my TV or how it actually caused the magnetic influence on the screen? What do you, what do you think? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, That's creepy and or scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's very creepy. <laughs> yeah. Like, just like cut the compilation of all my responses so far literally just all of them be like that's scary <laughs> like wow thanks like, but, yeah no <laughs> shit <laughs> but, the whole dents in the wall thing is crazy 
Yeah. Assuming he didn't just, like, go into, I don't know, on what could have happened. Like, let's just assume he didn't do it himself. Like, something swung the door open that hard mm-hmm. to make a dent in the wall. I don't know what's doing that. I've I've never heard of, like, a, then again, I've never had, uh, well, I've actually had experiences, but never to this extent. I've never heard of anyone having a paranormal experience where like it was obsessed with trying to get the TV to work. That makes me think of like I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but some people say that like your TV or your mirrors can be like portals to another dimension. Yeah, I have heard that. And I've heard that like obviously the most vulnerable state that you're in is when you're asleep. And people say not to have mirrors facing directly in front of your bed because it could basically open a portal while you're vulnerable. And I'm not really sure all of the logistics behind it, but I've kind of heard the same thing about like TVs, especially when they're like turned off because it's essentially just a mirror. So I'm, I'm wondering if like maybe it was something ghost or something that was like i don't know trying to open some portal because that is kind of weird how he turned the tv on that was still only a few weeks old and it was already like the screen was messed up when he turned it on in the morning yeah i don't know i don't know i mean that's that's an interesting theory i I think i'm rocking with that one because yeah i don't know there's always been something weird about having a tv facing the bed like i me currently having a TV mounted on my wall facing my bed. I'm, I'm looking into the TV that's facing your bed like right now. I think anytime I've had – I haven't really had that many TVs in my room like growing up. Um, the closest thing I have is like my computer monitor, but it's not like directly in front. It's off to the side. Yeah. And it always has been. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's always given me kind of the creeps, not going to lie. Yeah. I would never have a mirror in front of my bed just – yeah. I don't know. Like, I, that's why I always it's have... never even crossed my mind out yeah. of my bed. That's just creepy as hell. That's why I always have mine, like, like how it is now, like, catty corner. Yeah. So, like, you can see the corner of, like, the end of my bed, but yeah. you can't see... Like, you. if I were to lay down, I couldn't see myself in the mirror. Yeah. Because I just... That's, like, some real psychopath shit. Bro. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> see... The first thing you see when you wake up is yourself. No thanks. No, yeah, that's... <laughs> asking for something creepy to happen yeah but uh yeah i don't know that's um it's really interesting i i I don't i just don't know what to think with this one i mean maybe he had a nightmare i don't know (laughs) (laughs) he had a nightmare i mean it couldn't great take oh i know but like it messed up his tv it dented his wall like I don't know. Like, I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of a skeptic. Like, if I was a skeptic, what would I, like, right. would be my reaction? If like, you were Doolin. What would be? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Doolin. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no, nah, I, don't, I don't know. That's that's crazy, though. Like, the, especially, like, describing it as hairy. I've never heard anyone describe, like, things they've seen as, like, hairy before. I wonder if it was, like, if it was hairy or if it looked, like, staticky. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Hmm. I don't know. That is very very weird, though. That's definitely a first. All right, this next one, it's 40 Days Old by 
The writer is Yuki, 80, and the title is My Childhood House Was Haunted and the Ghost Physically Harmed Me. This one's a little long, so we'll buckle up. This happened around nine or ten years ago. I used to live in a somewhat old house. The house was built in a small neighborhood with other houses looking exactly the same with two floors. On the first floor of my house, there was a pizzeria, and on the second floor was where we used to live. This is important for later in the story. There were a lot of weird and unusual things happening in my house that would make us believe it was haunted. For example, stuff would go missing and turn up hours or days later somewhere it should have never been. There were sounds of someone running in our attic. My dad would always go check to see if there were rats or even cats up there, but nothing was ever up there. Doors would close on their own and cold air would appear out of nowhere. I used to wake up with small scratches on my wrists and legs in the same places every day. You could say I scratched myself while I was sleeping, but the funny thing is, as soon as we moved out of the house, I never woke up with scratches on my wrists or legs ever again. After we closed down the pizzeria, we stopped using it almost completely, except for parties or after a few years just for storage. I and absolutely everyone else and I knew were scared or uncomfortable being in the pizzeria. They would say it was too cold down there, too quiet, and some, including me, would say it felt like someone was constantly watching you. I had two dogs and multiple cats. I swear every animal was absolutely scared to go down there. Upstairs, some of them would go, but not all. My oldest dog would stay in front of the entrance to the pizzeria and would growl and bark. My cats would just run as fast as possible past it. There are still new scary stories I'm only learning about today from my family or even people who came to visit us. Two stories that personally scared me a lot were on a day when I played hide-and-seek upstairs in the house with two of my friends, M and C. There were... There were around three very good hiding places. Two were in the living room, one between the couch and a small sofa chair, the other behind a different sofa we had. The third was in my parents' bedroom under a table. It was time for my friend C to search for us, and so she did. At some point, she decided to look behind the sofa, and there was my other friend M with her back facing to her. My friend C called out to her, saying that she could see her, And that's when my friend M got out from a different hiding place. C, seeing this, got really scared and started crying. They told me to stop the game and to leave the house, which we did. To be honest, I didn't really believe my friend C. But hearing that my friend M saw something too behind the sofa really made me question some stuff. And now, the story that not a lot of people believe. I was home alone and I had to get ready because a family friend had to pick me up that day. As I was getting ready and getting out of the bathroom, which was at the end of the hallway and the other end we had a balcony with big windows and to the right there were stairs. As I was walking to the stairs, I just remember it was quite sunny that day and out of nowhere I saw in the corner of my eye a tall black shadow passing me really fast. I got so scared I knew it wasn't my shadow because not only was the light shining in front of me, which would make the shadow be behind me, not next to me, but also because it got really cold. So I ran out of the house as fast as I could. Not shortly after, we moved, and absolutely nothing weird happened again. I don't know if this means anything, but my dad heard from our neighbors that before we moved in, someone died in that house. 
Do you think it was a ghost or maybe an evil spirit? Well, all the ingredients are there for a good old ghost ganache. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is that? I'm trying to switch it up. <laughs> ghost ganache. <laughs> You're the like, worst. It's, it's scary. Yeah, I'm never getting invited back on. <laughs> <laughs> this was your first and only time getting off the podcast. Oh, man. Ganache. No, I mean, the someone dying in there, the cold spots, um, everything like that. Oh, oh, the animals. That's what it was. Like, Oh, yeah. I feel like, okay, so like our dogs back at our parents' house have acted weird before, but I feel like if different animals like a plethora of animals are acting in the same way towards like a certain location it's more than just a coincidence i think right there's animals can have they have like a sixth sense that humans can't really um see or uh, they, they just can't they're not on that they pick <laughs> okay russ they pick up on it more like animals and like young children yeah yeah that's why that's one of the most compelling things i think about this story and then the fact that, like, everything just stopped once they moved out. Yeah. Like, could it be placebo? Like, it could be. But, I mean, if multiple people, I mean, obviously, it could be, like, the shared, whatever, like, the, the common sense, the shared kind of, um, I don't know, what, uh, hallucinations or whatever. But it's just, like, I don't know, like, a whole family? I don't yeah. I think a whole family is, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't know. That's just really weird. Yeah. And then uh, not just the whole family, like other family friends coming in to play hide and seek. Yeah. Like experiencing weird things. It's just, I don't know. I think there comes a certain point where there's just too many people. Yeah. For it to be. Just coincidence. Just a coincidence. Yeah. To where like, oh, they're all in on it. Yeah. And they're all making it up together or something yeah. like that. So I, I don't know. This is a really good one though. I, I If I had to pick any of them that I would put my money on being actually like paranormal i guess in the sense that most people think about it it would probably be this one yeah i i fully agree because that's i don't know the the animals is what really like sold me because mm-hmm. like you said especially if it's more than one animal yeah. like there have been a couple times where i guess you could call it a coincidence but back in our old house um the one that we lived at when we were pretty much like all through high school. Okay. Um, our grandmother died in that house when we were younger. Um, we didn't have like too many experience. I mean, I had an experience and mom had an experience. Did you ever have anything? Cause you stayed you know, in her room. What's weird is yeah. So after she had passed that bedroom that she had passed in, um, got passed on to me and it was my bedroom pretty much through all of my adolescence, like probably what like seventh eighth grade through like my first or second year of college and i never had anything obviously me and my grandma had like a very close relationship um and it was all positive i i never had anything weird or just anything like that happen in there i always felt safe in that room i never felt like you know obviously there were knives and i would like watch a scary movie and so i'd like yeah. to get the light on but as far as stuff like that <laughs> like yeah, there was never really a time where I felt, I felt like there was anything weird going on. Yeah, I mean, I the experiences that I had were were like they weren't negative. Okay. 
but um well i had two different ones in that house so the first one was pertaining to granny and it was shortly after she had passed so for those that you know obviously weren't aware of like the layout of our uh house back then um we had a game room. All of our rooms, my siblings and I, our rooms were upstairs. We had a game room and right where, like the opposite wall of the TV where like that was in the game room was like my bedroom door. Yeah. At the time, my sister and I were sharing a a bedroom. Um, I don't think Jaden had moved into my, my grandmother's room yet. But um, if the TV was on, the light from the TV would shine under my bedroom door. So one night it was like, I don't know, two, 3 AM. It was really late. And I was still pretty young when she passed. So the light was on and I was like, who is up this late watching TV? So at first I thought it was Jaden. So my sister was still asleep in her bed next to me. So I get up and I go out into the game room and I see someone, the TV is on and I see someone sitting on the couch like facing the TV. And at first I thought it was Jaden. So I turn, I walk around the couch and it's granny. And I can't tell to this day. I still don't know if I was just having a really vivid dream or if I was awake, but I remember seeing her sitting on the couch and she didn't look different in any way. She just looked like granny. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of like, looked at me because I was like granny and she just kind of looked at me and she just like put her hand on my cheek yeah. like just kind of held my cheek and then like she was gone dude I cannot believe I've never heard this story before I yeah I like I distinctly remember it and I I remember telling my telling mom about it once wow. I told mom about it and I don't think it was directly after it was you know a while later because at the time, like, we were still pretty young when she passed. So, like, how would that sound if I was just like, Mom, Dad, I saw Granny. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. but um, I've always had that memory. And I remember telling Mom about it. And she said that she also had an experience. And hers was, you know how Granny was really OCD, like, clean, yeah. wouldn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's where I get it from. And Mom. Um, Mom's experience was. She said that one time she was like doing laundry in her room and um, she had like one shirt left on the bed that she hadn't folded yet. And she went into the closet to go put up like everything else that she had folded. Mm -hmm. And she said when she came back out into the bedroom, the shirt was folded and on her pillow. Huh. Wow. And I was like, I've never heard that one either. What the heck? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's been, I don't even know if mom would remember it, but like, I, I distinctly remember mom telling me that story after I told her. Wow. That's so it's, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I cannot believe, I mean, I never really experienced anything like that. Like not even close. And I would definitely remember something like that. Yeah. But I think one, I feel like w- one reason why I think my experience might've been a dream is because did you remember waking up i mean the next morning yeah well i mean like before the experience happened or was it just i mean i remember like 
I don't know if I was waking up in my dream or yeah. like waking up, but I remember doing the act of yeah. awakening, you know? Wow. Um, so that's what made it really weird. But I think mine, I feel like mine was more of maybe a very vivid dream because I remember the morning that she passed. I remember it so distinctly because it was field day at oh, school wow. And every morning before school, I would, like, go in her room. She'd always be asleep because that was yeah. when we still went to HCS. So, really? or at least it was when I still went to HCS. Because I remember she would always There's pick. no way. It was because I. Would, I was in seven. You went to HCS for sixth grade? I was in that. I was at HCS in fifth grade. Oh, fifth grade. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I remember because um, I would always go to Keely's house. Mm. And Granny would pick me up from Keely's house after she got off work. I would always ride home with Keely. So I remember that day, it was field day. I didn't say bye to Granny. That was like the one morning I forgot to go to her room because we were so excited to go to school and go to field day. And then I remember um, riding home with Keely. And usually Granny would only let me stay there like 30 minutes to an hour before I got picked up. And that day, it felt like I was there forever. And then Dad was the one that picked me up from Keely's house. And so then I was wondering, I was like, hey, dad, like, why didn't granny pick me up? And then that's when he told me. Mm. So I felt kind of like I was just really upset that that was like the one morning that like I didn't say bye. Yeah. So I feel like that was her way of saying like, bye. it's OK. Yeah. Like it's it's fine. Like, you know. Wow. So I didn't look at it as like scary or negative or anything. It definitely like weirded me out. But. It was more like comforting yeah. than anything. Yeah. Wow. That's that's crazy, dude. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe you didn't have any experience because I had one. I can't either, honestly. I had one like, other. My mom had one. I, I don't know. I'd be interested. I, I, I just. I mean, I'm trying to remember, and I just don't really remember anything weird happening. Yeah. I so I don't know, man. But. I only had one other, and I think it was like I've never had sleep paralysis before this but i i'm guessing this is what like sleep paralysis would be because i remember like my bedroom my door was right next to the top of the stairs so if someone was walking up or down the stairs depending on how my bed was like laid out in my room i could see who was coming up the stairs if my door was open and i remember one day nobody was home i think it was like a saturday maybe you were at work everybody was running errands i don't know I was upstairs. I decided to take a nap. My bed, the head of my bed was on the same wall as my door. So if I was laying in bed, I could see who was walking up the stairs. It was just me and the dogs. I took a nap and I woke up because I heard the door open downstairs, like the garage door open. So I was thinking like one of y'all might have like come home, but I noticed like when I woke up, my eyes would open, but I couldn't move, but I could still hear someone like downstairs, but you know how Sadie and Chewy would always like run to the door. If it was like one of y'all, they were staying up in bed with me and they didn't like get up and run, but they were alert. Like I could shift my eyes to see them and they were just staring right at my door. So I shift my eyes back over to the staircase to what I could somewhat see. And I just see this like black figure. It looked like 
a shadow pretty much mm-hmm. of a person just walking up the stairs. So at first I thought it was maybe you, but then the closer it got, I just saw that it was like a shadow and it freaked me the fuck out, dude. Like it scared me because I couldn't, it was like one of those dreams where like, you know how you try to yell in your dreams and nothing comes out. That's how it was. And then I just like jolted up finally. But that was the only like really weird, like strange experience I've ever had that like scared the shit out of me. I guess it was like sleep paralysis. I don't know what it was, but it's never happened again. So it was like, I don't know, really freaky. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, I've never really had anything like that happen. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, other than like the occasional like nightmare. Like, yeah. I mean, that's not really anything. You can't really relate that to anything else going on in the house or anything like that. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no, that's... that's Scary and or creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so your listeners, send in cool ghost stories for us to read. We're like, yes. We're really in this stuff. Because, I, I mean, this is why I'm like, how do people not believe in ghosts? People have had ghost stories since the beginning of time. I know. Like, everyone. Like, you go back to, like, the most ancient history that we have, and there's, like, writings of, like, natives being like, oh, yeah, by the way, we communicate with, like, dead people. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I don't know. It's just, uh... I feel like ghosts... something to it. There's gotta be something to it. I feel like ghosts and spirits and everything, it's it's one of those things where it's like, you won't believe it. Like, there's some people that won't believe it unless it happens to them. Yeah, no, for sure. Which is fine. Like, I, I understand. I understand the skeptic, like, point of view, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I love Halloween. It's it's my favorite holiday, even though Thanksgiving's in a close second. I love Halloween. Yeah. And it's good that we did this because now that like we're older, I feel like kind of the magic is gone. It's part of growing up with the holidays; just don't quite feel as special. But yeah, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Bonding time. For sure. Since we always act like coworkers rather than siblings. Yeah, no, this is the longest conversation we've had in a minute. <laughs> no, literally. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, um, do you want to tell the people where to find you? Uh, what's your at? Um, so if any of you fine listeners want to follow me, it's a J underscore W, except the underscore is spelt out like the entire word. So it's J, then the word underscore, and then W. On, on Instagram? On Instagram, Twitter, basically everything. Um, I don't use TikTok, but it's also J underscore <laughs> I, I, the only time he uses TikToks is when I send him TikTok. Yeah, or when she makes me film her for a TikTok. <laughs> hey, so. the TikTok you filmed went viral, by the way. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it did. Awesome. The Drake one? Yeah. Nice. But, um, all right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Jaden, for being on the podcast at the very last minute. I really appreciate it. Um, please make sure to rate the podcast five stars wherever you um, listen to your podcast. Um, also send in, if you have any personal scary stories, send them in. You can, uh, DM me on Instagram at Lauren underscore Ray underscore. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for being on the pod. It was awesome. <laughs> w episode. When are we doing it again? <laughs> Tell well, to bring out the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I will see y'all next time on So Basically. <laughs>